you and everybody else can drop your buffs. We are merged. up this is making the merge episode 11 here with your host rita michael michael what is up uh, i just want to let you know that you're currently listed as an anonymous mink on the google sheet perfect i am an anonymous mink. Um, yeah so there it is there's that <laughs> do you have any uh, any seal team update before we get into um the episode Honestly, no. Uh, I just watched the first like minute, and it was like previously on SEAL Team, and it was like this girl being like, "Dad, are you gonna die in war?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't think this is for me this week." Yeah, it's a. Let's go ahead and get the uh, podcast rolling before we get too deep into SEAL Team. Um, what an episode! What an episode of Survivor, the show that we're here to talk about. <laughs> You give me my guy just putting on a chaos clinic for 60 minutes, and I, I'll i be here for it week after week. You give me season 41 of Survivor where it's literally just Tony for two months. Tony uh, just on the edge of extinction extorting people the entire episode? I would love to see that. Um, I, I, can, I can confidently say that my... My allegiance uh, for overall it used to be a Boston Rob guy, but the tide has turned, uh, and I'm a, a Tony Stan, as the kids say. Fully on hashtag Team TV, as he tweeted. His tweet at the end of the episode went so hard. Oh, are you not entertained? I, Tony, I was entertained. Here's the thing. I was. It, I was extremely entertained. so damn hard. Um, I saw that, and... I was ready to run through a brick wall for him. I'm going to be honest. I was really upset that my tweet of uh, Tony Vlachaos did not get any love at all. I thought that was an f- incredible tweet. I'm going to be very honest with you. I did not get it. Well, his um, last name is spelled very similarly yeah, to yeah, Chaos. You add an A, Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now that you say it, I get it. But well, I looked at it and I did not get it. Sorry that my IQ is just that high. Yeah, no, that's on me. It was uh, it was a good tweet. Uh, clearly, not because no one liked it. But yeah, I think um, in a different dimension. That's all it is. Okay, now that I'm looking at it again. I think you needed to, like, capitalize the the C H O S. Yeah, it went through my head. It went through my head, that's, but I didn't. But I didn't. That's my. That's the critique. Fatal flaw. You know what it is. I looked at it for a solid thirty seconds. I looked at the hell is this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was apparently just as confusing as Tony was because nobody at camp knew what Tony was doing the entire episode, except for Kim, because Kim sees everything. Yeah, but she's also kind of boring. So Yeah. Um, you know who's not boring is uh, Jeremy and Ben whenever they were getting into it at the beginning because Jeremy's sitting there by himself and then Ben just butting heads with him for literally no reason at all was a great way to start this episode. He was probably like, hey, episode's kind of dull. Let's uh, spice things up a little bit. He's Jeremy's like, like good TV time. Jeremy's like, hey, man, what happened? And Ben's like, I'm not telling you. Mm-mm. Lock my mouth and throw away the key. It's like, okay, Ben. All right, dude. 
Yeah, interesting move. Uh, he's clearly not not too concerned with being close to him. Yeah. Um, I just love that shot of Jeremy being like just alone at camp in the dark, just sitting there tending to the fire. Probably, probably the most relaxed he's been all season. Yeah. <laughs> Using his advantage to his benefit. Yeah, and I then, mean, and it, paid it off. worked well. Yeah, because we, I mean, last week we were talking about like, why the boat total is so weird so it makes sense like people just kind of made it up right then and there because yeah their plan walked out of tribal yeah i mean i i think uh i i retweeted it from the account that michelle was one of the ones that voted differently so i guess that's our number that made sense um but this episode it kind of reset it was pretty pretty open i think we both kind of predicted that this episode was going to turn a little bit and there was going to be a little bit of craziness um and turning and you know you can't sit here and watch tony and be like yep i know exactly what he's going to do this week yeah you know you can't even watch the first half of the episode and know what he's going to do this week very true um Uh, because what he did was the last five minutes of the episode yeah well the first 10 minutes of the episode, Tony did Tony things, waited until everyone went to sleep, and then woke up and went and got an idol. That's what he does. He's an idol hunter. He's <laughs> he an idol hunter. Yeah. Um, him sending Nick off real quick and being like, hey, tell me if you find anything. Obviously, Tony's not going to tell anybody if he finds anything. So he found the idol. Big ups to him. That was a pretty obvious thing that he was going to find it eventually. Um, yeah, um, I I mean that was just a real oversight on Nick's part. I don't yeah. I don't know what what else to say about that one. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm curious to see if that comes back to haunt Tony at all. If Nick's like, oh, I saw Tony hunting for an idol, like he's probably got one later on in the season. But they did not even kind of show anything about that this episode, which doesn't mean anything. But yeah, because I was I I was kind of. I thought there'd be a little little after. I remember thinking, now nah, you say that, like, I thought there was going to be a Tony being like, oh, no, I didn't find it. Yeah. There was nothing. But they just, yeah. He got caught in the act and still no repercussions. So maybe they just edited that out. Maybe it'll be down the line. Maybe they'll just flash back to it and be like, three weeks ago. <laughs> Previously. Yeah, a little Seal Ocean's team. Eleven cut back just previously and it's just tony be like i didn't find an idol what do you and it's everyone that camps just surrounding him in a circle throwing rocks at him and he's just like i didn't find it yeah i love it um so the two most powerful people in the game are natalie and poverty just chilling on the edge of extinction making people's lives miserable taking all of the fire tokens out of the game yeah that was they got so many and they got four from michelle like a week ago two weeks ago yeah they need six now? For what? Buy some damn peanut butter. Yeah. Tyson needs more peanut butter. Um, um I mean, they're hustling. They're Natalie's been hustling since the first episode when she or whatever episode it was that she was taken out. Yeah, here's the thing. I personally I understand that like the edge is tough in that your chances of getting back on are very low. And like you're not eating that much. Honestly, it doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, no, you're just maybe that's chilling. like no paranoia. That's like a ignorant take from me. Um, maybe you know, maybe it's uh, 
maybe someone's going to pop off and say, you know, you've never been there. Uh, don't talk yeah. about where you've yeah. never been. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you're just chilling all day. Um, Tyson going after Adam was hilarious. That was, that was just bizarre. Tyson's like, yeah, Adam's not going to be okay for like years. I was like, <laughs> Adam that was staring, just staring at the flag thinking, should I raise it? That was extremely real. Just like, he's like, Wendell, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, oh, you're strong. You'll be all right. And he's like, Adam, on the other hand, no shot. Adam's going to be have PTSD about this moment for yeah, just years. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like, Adam whoa. is weak. Whoa. Okay, Tyson. Weak. <laughs> that was yeah that was came in hot i'm not gonna say like i disagree i'm not gonna say i agree but i i do um yeah so they extort the absolute shit out of tony yeah um uh, the that was you want to see a man's spirit break on national television <laughs> watch him read thinking that he's gonna be able to extort someone read a full he's page just, being like oh. he's he's planning it he's plotting he's talking about how uh, this wouldn't be legal in the in the states. I'd be, you know, I'd be in trouble for <laughs> this. See something, but he gets to the bottom. And it's just you are the one being extorted, and he's just like, no, no. I was, was impressed though that that he was able to to get those those tokens. Yeah, I mean, it was like he told every single person at camp about it. He hustled everyone out of their tokens. Yeah, I mean. Uh, It'll be interesting now that they kind of split things up with how that vote went, yeah. How the alliances shake out, but um, yeah, I mean, he he really uh, made his rounds. Just uh, please, can you spare a spare a fire token? Michelle over here, just like, uh, yeah, no, I bought an advantage on the edge of extinction for when I get voted out, so it definitely yeah, doesn't play like, a part of this game. I mean, Tony believed her, so good for her. Yeah. She's, she she played that off very well for how she could have played it, knowing that like she had four fire tokens before. Yeah, I wouldn't say Tony's just you know, I just absolute two hundred IQ, but she she pulled it off. So props to her. Tony's over here, just like he he's playing the classic cop, and she's just lying her way out of a ticket. <laughs> Yes, I am on the way to the hospital. My husband is pregnant. Tony's like, okay, okay. <laughs> My husband is having a baby. Please let me go. Um, but he gets them, and it pays off big time for him. Yeah, I, I I'm curious if they're gonna like. I mean, there will obviously be no talking about it on the episode because the episodes go too fast. But it kind of looked like Jeremy fell like and gave the immunity to Tony. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Yeah. It was like Jeremy had to know he was like back against the wall. So, and I mean, we see it on Twitter every single day. Like Jeremy and Tony go back and forth with each other. They're like, you know, boys that mess with each other. So who knows? Maybe there was something behind that, but what an odd situation there. Like Tony gets in, wins immunity. And it's like, oh, Tony's never won before. Now he's won twice in a row. Tony is building a resume that could t- take Jeff Bezos' job. That's how strong it is. <laughs> um, he has put on an absolute clinic the past two episodes um, because, you know, when they get back to camp, you know, if the plans change around. First, it's split between Jeremy and Michelle. Um, but then Tony, Tony wants to mix it up uh, last minute. 
he goes, throws out the Sophie idea, floats it with Jeremy. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was going to hold. Um, Jeremy felt pretty bad about it. Um, he thought it was just too last minute. Um, but, but Tony pulls it off. Um, my girl gets sent home. Um, it's just heart broke so many times. Um, I don't know what to believe. Um, and, uh, I just, it was, it was tough for me. Yeah. I, I mean, we both were talking about how good Sophie's odds were of winning throughout this entire season. She appeared to be doing really well. Tony, you start, yeah, you start coming for Tony's friends and Tony's like, uh, uh-uh. I feel better. Obviously Tony, huge target on his back, but I feel better about him in the long run than I do Sophie at this point, which is insane. Yeah. You told me that day one, um, yeah. whatever, great value pick on my part. Yeah. But, the last pick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Relevant. Yeah. But, um, I, it, it was one of those where, uh, they were like, if you have a Jeff, Jeff dropped, uh, you know, if you have a hidden Mimi idol, and that's the time, and it's showing everyone. And the last one, it shows her, and I'm talking to my TV and saying, Sophie, listen to me. You want to play it? Uh, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying to you here. Take it out. And she doesn't. Verbal gift. And, uh, Shay, uh, Shia and, LaBeouf, just, just do it. Just do it. Um, yeah. And she leaves the game with an idol, which surely if she makes off the edge, she doesn't have the idol anymore, right? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting, interesting question. Um, because, I mean, she told everyone she has it. So, Probst, if you're listening, please tweet us. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jeffrey, uh, if you could text me back, um, that'd be great. Uh, me, and, me and him text a lot. Uh, so yeah, uh, disappointing end to a great episode for me, but in the long run, I think I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, that's how I've been like every time I see like one of my guys go down, it's always in like an epic vote or something. And I'm like, dang it, it's such a good episode, but like, dang it. There's my guy. It was an impressive blind side. So I'll give him that. Yeah. Tony played it off very well. And he, he had that smug little smile, <laughs> um, seeing his hands, his handiwork play off. Uh, and I was like, damn you, Tony, you're my king. And uh, I, I bowed down in my bedroom, got down on my knees, and I uh, paid my respects. It was, I mean, an incredible episode all around. I have no complaints about the last couple of episodes, about this entire season, to be honest. Like, the the edge of extinction was not my favorite the fire tokens were not my favorite but it is making this show just that much more dynamic so it is um and i think people are getting used to them being jam-packed and maybe feeling like you missed out on one or two things yeah uh honestly if quarantine lasts much longer they could drop another hour of just deleted scenes and i'm sure people would eat it up 100 percent. just things that got left on the cutting room floor Yep, I agree. I, I really wish we could see more, but it is what it is, and it's this season is just going to go down in the history books as one of the best. I, I I think it'll age very well. Yeah, I do too. 
I think people were, right. you know, in the moment mad at some of the certain stuff, but the gameplay overall is going to just take away all the negatives. I think it's going to go down as like a textbook, just gameplay. Like you want to learn how to how to play the game, you you go to the season. Yeah, I mean, I, like it's one of those seasons kind of where if you're going through and you're watching for the first time, you don't want to watch like fans versus favorites or heroes versus villains. Like you don't want to watch those. You want to watch like a good first time, like, you know, first time players, no returning players season. And it's just like, this one's going to go in that list where it's like, you want to watch this later on down the road because it's just so good. Yeah. I saw, um, I saw someone tweet the other day that, uh, you know, speaking of like, you know, what you want to watch, like say you're preparing to, to try to get on the, the show, uh, that, that a lot of people are entering around, you know, day 35, day 40 of quarantine. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people are going to leave feeling they're, they're ready for, it's like, yeah, I can do the edge. I literally haven't left my house or apartment in 40 days. <laughs> so I haven't seen my friends or family in 40 days. Uh, what's it going to, I mean, put me on a beautiful island. Uh, right. I guess the I, only difference is I don't have, I don't have DoorDash. No I think, uh, I think Elaine, the interview we did with Elaine would speak differently about that, but that would be kind of interesting to hear um, at this point in the quarantine if people have really truly been quarantining, like the difference between like the, the isolation and stuff, if it would, if they have any feelings of similarity or not at all. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be at least a little bit the same. You just have some more creature comforts. Yeah. Well, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to ask whoever we get on next. Yeah, we'll, we'll dig into it with someone. Yeah, I think we've said that on every episode about a survivor question. Just so we'll just ask that to the next person. <laughs> have to go back the next person. Have to go back through and comment before we do another interview. Yeah, just catalog them all. Yeah. So, uh, so the bracket is over. Merge Madness has finally ended in uh, true fashion. Um, we had a little. We had a little overtime. Some craziness. Um, big credit. I didn't realize Kagayan was the only season that didn't have returning players that made it as deep as it did. Okay. Um, it was Millennials Gen X, Kagayan, Data versus Goliath. That was made the final eight. That was single play, like only first timers. And then Kagayan made the final four and literally lost by one vote to fans versus favorites. So, um, credit to Tony there. Um, we had a final of fans versus favorites versus heroes versus villains. And I mean, it went to overtime because both seasons are great. And Queen stayed Queen. Heroes versus Villains took it in OT. What was that originally seeded? Um, those were the overall one and two seeds in the entire okay. bracket. So interesting. Um, I, so. I went back and looked at it from my initial like from my initial seedings. I had fans versus favorites, heroes versus villains, and Kageyan as the top three seeds. And Borneo was the fourth seed, which got blown out super early. Um, okay. And then I think Second Chance was the only other non-one seed to make the final four, and it was a two seed. So it was the overall number five seed. So you, you did a pretty good job seeding it. Or yeah. a bad job. Depends on your outlook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Depends on if you I, like the, up, the upsets. I mean, the only one that didn't age well as far as my seedings went was uh, Winners at War. I had as the overall 15 seed because the season was literally like five episodes in when I started it. So that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it was like, what are you going to do? Like it was literally the merge. So you can't rank a season top five based off of 
the the first half. The at like the merge is where the season really turns one way or the other. Yeah. But the that's bracket it. is over. That's I'm that's glad great. I don't have to uh, provide any upkeep on the bracket. Shocker, one seed played the two seed. <laughs> but I did yeah. have fans versus favorites as the overall one seed. So heroes versus villains came out with an upset win. Yeah, um, I think I think it's not not going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I mean you shouldn't be surprised if you have watched literally five seasons of Survivor, including one of those, you're like, well, that was one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. But, and, shocker, uh, Sandra I, wins everything. I think it's a good time to, to put a, a cap on the uh, the whole bracket phase. Dude, yeah. of, of <laughs> I'm exhausted. Twitter. I'm exhausted of it. I think I think all of Twitter is. Yeah. It's it's We can leave that in March. It's, it's late April. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow the world has completely passed us by. Yeah. Um, and that's that on that. Yeah, that's Survivor. I don't know what I'm going to do once Survivor ends. I guess just shift all of my focus onto the challenge and Amazing Race until that ends and then be completely dead inside. I think Netflix will keep dropping some heaters. They have, Did they you? have all this... Oh, let's get into uh, Too Hot to Handle since we're um, talking about reality TV. Did you did you finish it? No, I'm still only two episodes in. Oh, so uh, what, are, what are your thoughts been, so far? I'm terrified to have children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? That show makes me – like I, I watch The Bachelor and I'm like, dude, this is rough. And then you just watch this show and you're like, this is Bachelor in Paradise but like way worse. Yeah, it's like – bachelor in paradise for people who have a thousand followers on instagram yeah yeah like like it's bachelor in paradise for people who are selected because they're just awful people (laughs) Um, it's like i just i i was truly shocked um at the the nature of the show i I mean obviously know what the show's about so I was yeah. shocked at like the content. I was just shocked at like, I don't know, like what, what, what's uh, what, what's these, these people's long game? What do they want to do when they get off the show? Do they, do they think this is setting them up for a career? You know, social media influencer. Ho- hopefully, it changed some of these people's lives for the better. Hopefully, being out there really made a difference. But I'm gonna I, bet I the just, likelihood of that is not high. I'm just thinking the the long game, like how long you think this whole social media influencer from Netflix's season one of too hot to handle is going to play for you. And you're going on, you're going on international television saying you don't know where Australia is. Hey, look, love is blind. If love is blind shows you anything, uh, that fame goes away extremely quickly. Yeah. And I just, I just feel, I feel like Netflix is taking advantage of these people's ruining their lives. (laughs) I don't know what lives they're, they're ruining, but lives are all the way around the world. I don't think they're gonna fit. It was whenever they were announcing where these people were from. It was a Mount Rushmore of like, just like where you're gonna find these trashy people from. Yeah, Florida, New Jersey, Australia, London. I was like, yeah, Essex. Yeah, I was like, that is that is it. They, I think it. I, I don't think they just happen to find these people from these towns. I think they looked specifically in these places 
Oh, 100%. I, yeah, I can't imagine what the casting call looked like for this show, but too hard to handle. They, they may have went specifically to Florida State Zeta or wherever <laughs> to find. <laughs> that's, how, that's how specific they get. Yeah. Yeah, they were... Wow. Every single person on that show is an absolute character. I wish the best for all of them in their future. But and I'll keep watching. Um, I gotta keep tearing through the West Wing. We'll finish that this week, and I'll dive yeah. back into Too Hot to Handle. Really, two um, opposite ends of the spectrum on quality of television. You're telling me that people from Too Hot to Handle don't also get cast in Westworld, or was it Westworld that you're watching? West Wing? No, the West Wing. The West the two, Wing. Early 2000s uh, Emmy Award winning mm. political TV drama mm. uh, written by. Aaron Sorkin versus mm. uh, Oscar-winning, Emmy-winning, Emmy Award-winning Aaron Sorkin versus mm. Netflix. This is too hot to handle. Yeah, Emmy Award-winning Sharon. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I do think that that they should add a reality TV show uh, Emmy. Oh, I mean, do you want props but to like, sweep everything? N- but but like. There has to be some sort of ignorance in there. Like, I want Too Hot to Handle to have a shot at winning an Emmy. <laughs> it's got to have an ignorance factor to it. Maybe it's a maybe it's a fan vote just for that category. An exclusive fan vote? Didn't the Oscars yeah. do something like that with a, like a fan favorite for a movie? And they, they floated. Just... Uh, they for like a year they announced that they were going to do. It was like gonna be like a fan favorite movie. That was gonna be like Academy Award for Best Picture. And then Academy Award for like favorite film or something, and they scrapped it. Well, it would have been it. the same thing this year because I watched Parasite and it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, no, Parasite goes hard. Yeah, Parasite goes very hard. I saw it in like September. Well, I saw it when it went on way ahead of the curve. Yeah, I saw it limited release in theaters, um, and then my man Bong Joon Ho the distance so i was i was happy as an early stand honestly it's a lot of parallels between bong joon ho and uh jeff probst yeah i don't know what those parallels are they both make incredible content i guess both have been to korea yeah i would imagine there's, probst there's has been, been to a, korea there's been a survivor like an island of korea right i i don't think so has there? This is making for great radio. Korea. Survivor idea for the future. Survivor goes to Korea. And get my man Bong out there. That's uh, there. there. There is a... Uh, oh, Yule is Korean, I think. Well... Descendant. Or maybe it's let's let's see we got early life. His parents are South Korean. There's the connection. But there's never been Survivor in Korea, other than maybe a Survivor Korea show. Yeah, so I think there's Survivor Korean, like a Korean Survivor. Yeah, but there's never been Korean islands or anything. Um, there's a designated Survivor Korean. <laughs> designated Survivor uh, goes up there with the Seal Team for Sutherland. Me. Yes, the first season was good, dude. 
I'll take it your word bad, for it. It was good. I'll take your word for it. The second season, not very good. I think the third season. I mean, conceptually, sounds like a great show. Well, we lost Michael, um, and that's probably a sign that we need to get off. So this has been another episode of Making the Merge. Peace.